0: Listening to the Ed Reach Network. We did it! We did! (laughs) We did it! it. Yay! There was a applause. Did you not hear the applause?
1: I heard the applause, Jerry. I heard you. Ed Gamer, episode <laughs> 150. What is that in Spanish, Jerry?
0: Uno, I media. I don't know. Yeah. I think <laughs> I just make that up. Wow, no, I just <laughs> said 130 on accident.
1: <laughs> can games and learning survive, Jerry? No, can games and learning <laughs> survive the overwhelmed teacher. This is Ed Gamer for Monday, a special President's Day. Edition, yeah. Monday, Ooh, February 16th, 2015, Ed is part of the EdReach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice.
0: A big voice.
1: This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach.
0: And I am the ever-stunningly good-looking Jerry. Yes, you are. Jerry. Stunningly looking.
1: What, looking. Who are you? Other than uh, right, other than being good looking, what else do you do?
0: Uh, my name is Jerry James and I'm a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois.
1: And my name is Zach Gilbert and I'm your host. You've already... <laughs> Stop touching my blurby. I'm a 6th grade soul studies language I, arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. I'm your host. did that
0: the last time. <laughs> You're hoist. I'm your hoist. You would just say... If you would just say it the way that I want you to say it, which is the hostess with the mostess, then I wouldn't have to mess with your blurby. But.
1: I, I will agree with that, and stunningly good-looking for you. <laughs> it's all good. Jerry, it has been a month yeah. since the last broadcast, and I don't think you were on that one.
0: No, it's been a long time.
1: It's been a long um, time.
0: Yeah, this. you know what? And this is fantastic because this is exactly... Um, exactly what we're talking about, you know, is our main show topic, is I have just been beaten down between work and my personal schooling, both of which are obviously choices I make, but, um, well, we can talk about all that stuff later, but yes. They're I have more been, important
1: than Ed Gamer.
0: Yeah, I have been uh, I've been getting burnt out, so.
1: Um, yeah. I'm with you, and we're not the only ones. We're
0: no. Not the only ones.
1: no. So, uh, yeah, and you've had a new addition to the home?
0: Yes, we have a brand new puppy. Yay! And, uh, and of course I was going to share with you a picture of my bacon-wrapped meatloaf. I guess I probably should have gotten one ready of the puppy too. Bacon but.
1: Bacon-wrapped meatloaf? Hold on a second. Hold that on is one on one awesome. Second. Anything oh. bacon-wrapped is good.
0: Yeah, how do I, uh, how can I share this?
1: I don't know, but your dog I think is already weighing more than my dog. And how old is
0: it? <laughs> uh... Uh well it's actually only 8 weeks.
1: Yeah, and it's a boxer. Yes. And how many pounds?
0: Um I don't know. We haven't had her weighed yet. She's still uh she's still too small.
1: <laughs> and yet weighs more than 14 15 pounds, which is what my dog weighs
0: probably. Okay, yeah. check this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Wow. That's what I did yesterday. This is 8020 Uh, Lean meat from Wheaton Meat Company. I'm just going to throw out an ad there. Uh, Mixed it with green peppers, um, onions, some some other, you know, some touch of love. Um, And then underneath this layer of bacon is uh, barbecue sauce that's, that's just settling in there. And then the one on the right, this is jalapeno bacon. And then there are chopped jalapenos in it. So this is the Southwest style, little spicy version. <sighs> so probably, hold it you said 80
1: 20 yeah laid yeah. meat yeah. i don't think yeah. i've ever and i don't think anybody i don't think anybody's ever referred to 80 20 are you talking about the ground beef
0: yeah yeah okay but it's, it's got to be uh It's has it's got to have that it's got to have the fat can't be can't be really high it's got to have the <laughs> fat in there so Because the, the
1: bacon doesn't have any it holds
0: fat. together yeah, right.
1: <laughs> the right. bacon. There's no fat in the bacon, so nope. it's not like you'd need any lean meat underneath that.
0: Nope. Nope.
1: That's pretty impressive. Hey, yeah. uh, you know, this is the Ed Gamer cooking show now. Uh, so I learned how to, because it was so s- flipping cold outside, um, I wanted to cook steaks for my, my family, my wife, for Valentine's Day. And I was like, there's no way I'm going outside because it would probably start frosting on one side and burning (laughs) on the other because it was so cold. The windshield was like 15 below. And, um, yeah, so I found some recipes online because I have a couple of uh, iron skillets and uh, cast iron skillets. So what I did, I learned how to heat up the cast iron skillet with the broiler for about – oh, are you trying to –
0: there's the puppy. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. so cute. So I had to share. Okay. Name? Zoe. Zoe. We were going to name her Zach, but. <laughs> I miss you, Jerry. <laughs> I miss Come you. Come here, Zach. <laughs> down. Zach, oh, do not pee on that again. Stop pooping on the carpet, Zach.
1: <laughs> wow. I, I don't even know how to. What was I talking about? Broiling things. Yeah, so cast iron skillet. You heat it up in there, and then you uh, you season in olive oil and stuff, and put the the steak uh,
0: oh.
1: in the broiler on the cast
0: iron pan. You realize I haven't I haven't had lunch yet. My lunch is sitting downstairs. So
1: we can we can we can do that in our cooking after show. <laughs> <laughs> or after show. Hey, so game club. Yeah, Game uh, Club
0: is actually up and running again. Oh, you
1: are. You've got it going. Okay. It's yeah, only it's, halfway through the year. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, it's a student-run club, and it has to be run by students. Right. Although, um, in an exciting proposal, I have another staff member who's interested because it's actually very difficult for me. If something comes up at the end of the day, I get sucked into, you know, I can't leave the office. So, But the other um, sponsor... Has actually said that we're going to take uh, the stipend that we get for the first year, and we're going to um, divide it up and buy games and uh, um, a couple consoles and whatever whatever we can afford with it. So.
1: Okay. What kind? Of, how much is your stipend?
0: Well, the stipends are good. That's why they're they're well fought for. So.
1: What? Seriously? Okay, I get. One hundred and twenty or one hundred and fifty dollars, maybe maybe dollars I, I don't know. It's, like, it's no more than two hundred dollars for the whole year. Oh, go you
0: know, like my two time. grand.
1: Are you, are you? Oh my <laughs> God! Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, for a club,
0: well, with that comes like required attendance and things like that. Now it depends on how many kids you're supervising in the club. So I mean, uh, fifty it to sixty. Oh yeah, that's a level one club. Yeah, you'd get some serious cash for that pair. How
1: much? How much would you get paid in your school district for a level one club, Jerry?
0: I'm not sure that I should be saying this on the <laughs> oh air. My,
1: don't tell me like five grand, Jerry. <laughs> seriously, how
0: much? I, I, you know what? I've never had a club that big, so I couldn't <laughs> honestly tell you. So,
1: oh, you make me uh, sick.
0: I'll tell you later afterwards, but fight for those clubs and their stipends, folks. Cause
1: what stipend?
0: The ceiling's higher than Zach, apparently. Oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, Okay, I spend. – I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I'm not – Not focus camera. Okay, there we go. Um, that's – I'm not – thank you. I'm glad I have some parents that help out to get, you know, a State Farm grant. That's always nice. Hey I'm Zach now. We're turning off the bri- – what? What?
0: Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, love. Do you think anybody's tuned in to actually watch?
1: No, I, I think now you need to put dollar bills above your head. Your <laughs> money bags. Okay, so hey, game club, uh, we've been having great turnouts, and we're I'm about ready. I think because I need time, I'm going to over spring break. I'm going to start purchasing more games uh, for the game club. Snake Oil seems to be, th- that game is so much fun. It's like an apples to apples, but you're trying to sell uh, your combination of cards for the themed card.
0: I love it. I actually I put it on my desk in my office, so when people come in and they just need to, like, hang out or talk or whatever, I, I got uh, Snake Oil right up there. So it's, un- was... it's so much fun. It's you so saw that at Gen Con, didn't you? Yes, I got like a. I you got still a free think, copy. I think mine's a prototype version because it's different than what it looks like now, which is okay. kind of cool. So now I don't like kids touch it anymore. Like, hands <laughs> off. It's a yeah, Prototype. It's a prototype. <laughs> it's gonna um, be worth a lot someday.
1: I have I have a couple kids that I have one in particular who she will take the top, the whatever the topic is let's say it's ninja and then you know she'll take whatever her cards are and then just bring it all the way back home and you're like what does that have to do with anything and then she tells the whole story and then it comes back to her, and you're like how does she do that it's like 7 degrees of separation impressive and, and brings it right back home it, impressive. and it's so funny it is so funny so yeah there's uh there's been a lot i mean the kids are having a blast i could have it every week which would turn me into an Uber level one gold star A. Well, we are required to
0: meet meet every week, if that makes you feel any better. Okay,
1: mine's every other week, but I'm still, you know, if I got five grand for it, yeah, we're meeting every week. Okay, so, uh, hey, ICE conference is coming up. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, and eventually, audience, we will get to the, I want to go over some news because it's been a while since we've, We've chatted, and then we'll get into the discussion of the topic, which, you know, we're teasing it, right? Mm-hmm. Can games and learning survive the overwhelmed teacher? Okay, yeah. so this is why we're sharing links, because and this is stuff that you can... Podcast is the real question. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so, hey, the ICE conference is coming up, and it's in, it's in Chicago, so you the ICE... How do you... Ice conference. Listen, if
0: you say it's, some sausage. If you say, the it's ice in, conference. if you say it's in Chicago, then you it's forever, in Saint Charles. You forever live in okay. southern Illinois. <laughs> so
1: it's in St. Charles, which is a <laughs> suburb of the greater Chicago area. It's got
0: its own airport, Zach. It's kind of a big deal. St. Charles does? Yeah. DuPage. It's,
1: it's, it's not DuPage an international. Airport.
0: No. No,
1: it's, it's got more than five gates, like uh, Bloomington Normal, right?
0: I actually, I don't even think it has gates. There's just <laughs> planes in a field that crop you know, dusters. You just kind of jump in yours and say, "Hey, I'm taking off."
1: <laughs> okay, so so it has its own airport. Okay, so uh, that's that's good. And ice conference is coming up, and you can click on the ice. Conf- there's the conference thing there, and oh. hey, there's a link that says featured speakers.
0: Uh-oh. Uh oh, I think they took it down.
1: Yeah,
0: you gotta go all the way to the bottom. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: keep going. Oh, uh, is that you? Oh no. Oh, uh,
0: hey, look at that. Hey,
1: so what's funny is you scroll up. Can I mess with this Where'd And me? that thirteen-year-old girl is probably getting like, she's probably getting ten times more money than I am for coming <laughs> to speak. She's only thirteen. Where's she's super awesome, Sylvia. So she, okay. uh, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I'm just happy that. Yeah, I'm just happy. Come Come here, princess. What? Oh, <laughs> I'm
1: tired of a 13-year-old girl. What's going <sighs> on, here, Jerry?
0: Oh, you oh,
1: got the Zach. dog.
0: Yeah, hold on, I gotta stop my. Like, well, here.
1: you're focused on that yeah. picture.
0: See you, doing. Oh, puppy. Oh, puppy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you were gonna name me. Yeah, we're gonna name her Zach. Yeah, okay, Deck. Time to get down. Oh my goodness. Okay, so,
1: <laughs> so yes, I'm speaking at the ICE conference, uh, which is in a couple weeks. The 25th, is it 25th and 26th? Which is that the?
0: Is actually very impressive. Thank you.
1: Well, um, so tell, what are
0: you going to tell everybody about? Uh,
1: that I'm overwhelmed and I shouldn't be taking time off because I have to write some plans. <laughs> and you know, yeah. So, I, you know, I'm presenting on the 26th and 27th, and it'll be about playful learning, which is the the MIT uh, slash University of Wisconsin-Madison initiative yeah. kind of spreading throughout. But, you know, talking about how – first part is how games um, – why games are important and how they can be used. And I don't think a lot of people understand the full effect effectiveness of games. I think they use some of the simple ones that are out there and easy to use, but that's – but this is this is what led me to the t- the subject, you know, of today's is can games learn to survive the overwhelmed teacher, which now that I'm sitting here going so we might skip a lot of these articles, Jerry. <laughs> we, <laughs> might just, we might just zoom through them here, but I think we do need to get to that topic because it it just seems to be surrounding us and the reason why we haven't been on here uh, that much. But uh, it's so yeah, and then the second part of the. Um, the second presentation, which will be done on both days. Thursday, I'm presenting both presentations, and then Friday, I'm presenting both. But the first one's why games, and the second one is where to find the games and um, how to use them. So that's that's pretty much what's going that sounds
0: on. Awesome. That it sounds awesome. It should I mean, be. A, you're Thursday or are you Friday? I'm Thursday and Friday. You're both days? I'm both days. You speak both days, same speech, or you got different ones? Same, prepared? yeah. That's what. Are you listening? So,
1: no. I'm, just, <laughs> I have two I'm trying to make sure the dog doesn't yeah. down. I feel like I'm in class because I have to repeat myself.
0: I have
1: two sessions. Session one is about, you know, uh, why games. I'm presenting that on Thursday and Friday. Session two is what games and how to use them, and that's done on Thursday and Friday also. Cool, that's awesome. So you got the speeches ready yet? Uh, that's what I'm working on. I, No, I, I have. I have. Do you know what gist- to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> what days are you presenting? Are you What's, doing both presentations? Hey, oh, is this goodness. in Chicago? <laughs> it's in. Yeah, St. Charles. I
0: State. got a local airport here. I could fly down <laughs> into the city.
1: Jerry, you're awesome. Okay, so ice conference is, is. coming Don't up.
0: We cool. 20 minutes and talked about almost absolutely nothing.
1: Nothing. We <laughs> are so effective. I'd be I'd be marked down in my evaluation. <laughs> in my Danielson. <laughs> Model. Okay, so uh, hey, let's stand up for
0: for sitting.
1: Yes, yay. Okay, so the sit conference is coming up. That is next weekend. And I I will
0: go on record as saying, and this is this is terrible, probably to say, um, considering I'm a a member, presenting member at our national conference. This is. My favorite conference. Yeah. Sit is my absolute favorite conference. And I have Ice no conference
1: problem. awesome. This awesome. is a hundred times more awesomer.
0: It's because it's it's the only thing that's literally about kids because yeah. it is kids. Yeah. It's so cool.
1: So, so. my youngest daughter's presenting um, and she's presenting with a fellow teacher's daughter, and they're doing the art of Star Wars. <sighs>
0: That's amazing.
1: Isn't that awesome? So they're going to do some origami.
0: Nice.
1: And then then we're going to f- fit in a game, which is kind of like, it's not really, art. It, I don't know, it's art, but the whole, um, uh, you know, headbands. So we're probably going to get sued for this. We're getting <laughs> a Star Wars version of headbands. That sounds awesome. Yeah, so it'll be a lot of fun. And then I'm running the Minecraft, one of the Minecraft contest rooms. And I would tell you what those are, but I know I have some students who listen, and I don't want to give away <laughs> so I can prep prep for the contest. Awesome. Uh, very good. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome just stuff. That's next weekend.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Best
1: best conference. Okay. And, and it's in Illinois. It's in multiple places, but, uh, you know, go to the website. If you're interested in doing something like this, Um. You know they're looking at ways of spreading this throughout the country because it is it is it is the best thing.
0: It is awesome. I agree. It's 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 amazing.
1: Okay, next article. We're gonna zoom through these. Okay. Uh, Pixel Press, which I think you've seen this already, right? Have you seen
0: Pixel Press? Just a little bit, yeah.
1: They're in Southern Illinois. Mike Jones, teacher, at Bloomington Junior High School, good friend of mine, uh, and he's he's converting into he wants to be a gamer geek. Hmm. He wants to be a foe. Oh, no. there he is! Had to he's come up at on least once. Too. He's 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 on the show too. He's been on the show. So uh, this is Pixel Press is, They're money. from Southern Illinois, and they have a game uh, for Adventure Time. This was a game creation uh, session for kids. So they have a, a Adventure Time game, and I think that's up at the top, Jerry. The products in Game Wizard. This is super cool. cool. I showed this to my students uh, Friday, and they were just like, that Ooh. is the coolest thing ever. So what you noticed. do, you have these sheets, and you create a um, a level within – it's a side-scrolling game. I think you got to scroll down. I know you want to watch Adventure Time.
0: Oh, I thought you wanted me to watch Adventure Time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you get on your plane. Oh, cool.
1: Okay. So uh, the – Uh, they draw, there's a video, yeah, so they draw out the level, they scan it in on the iPad, and then they edit it.
0: That is so awesome. You know what, I'm doing, this is becoming really, uh, really popular now, because I have, uh, so some of my research is in uh, journaling, and, you know, not a diary, but like, Journaling the learning process and things, and since we're still an iPad school, at least until SB16 goes through, I um I wanted to uh, um document using digital portfolios, and I'm it's kind of that same thing. I found notebooks by Evernote that you scan in the pages. That you draw or write on, and then everything's searchable as well. So that technology is really becoming. I think it's very cool technology. I mean, it's very basic. You're just simply scanning something, but the markers that you put on the paper will also file things, or you can keep it private by uh, putting a sticker on it. And when it scans in, it, you know, sorts everything. So really cool technology. I like. I like that. Uh, that concept.
1: Oh, it's 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 amazing. And these guys are doing some big things. I'm starting. I'm noticing some bigger. Twitterers out there using uh, and going to Pixel Press. If you go up to the top, they have something called Bloxels.
0: Bloxels.
1: And this is a video game building system using building blocks, um, a game board, and the free Brave Squad mobile app. You can create, play, and share video games. Oh, Bloxels. This is coming uh, holidays 2015. So cool. now they are they are. Mike Jones is is. Been talking to them and and working with them. We're going to get them at our teacher feast, which is our uh, uh, state. Well, it's local PDA, but it's we're trying to get it statewide. Uh, the feast. You've you've heard of that, Jerry? I mean, we've talked about it before.
0: Yes. Feasting.
1: And this was awesome. They're going to come and and uh, I think they're going to come and demo this. And then also we're trying to get them to come to the Kids Feast, which is a kids' version of professional development, learning different skills in technology. And this is, this is here. So hopefully they're going to be at uh, the ICE conference and I can get an early prototype and we can play.
0: Yeah, can you I don't order these? Like, how do don't, you?
1: I don't think so. I think, But we have a connection.
0: This so like is I
1: said, awesome. we have a connection. Very cool. cool. So Pixel Press is an up-and-coming company. And like I said, we're, let's see, about our company. Um, like I said I think they're in Southern Illinois.
0: Okay, here's a super uh, Southern Illinois. Here's a real question for you. Yep. Why is everything down there called Big Muddy? Uh, river. Is that
1: the river? Uh, Big Muddy is is that's the Missouri River.
0: There's an adult beverage company down there that is also Uh-oh. Big Muddy, and yeah. I just yeah. okay.
1: A big okay. Look, let's look it up. Big Muddy. So, so I, I'm almost positive that is the Missouri River or Mississippi River Valley. But, well, I, no, I always thought it was – well, maybe it's – how am I doing? could be just the um, Mississippi River
0: Valley. How do you not know this? Don't you live in southern Illinois? I do, yeah.
1: I want these black souls. Isn't that cool? That would be so you're much are you're, you're already starting to see how that could be used, right? Oh, my God. Cool stuff. Hey, so they – now here, I'm looking at Big Muddy. I don't know. Now it's saying um, Missouri. So somebody can tweet that out. But I always thought that the Missouri River was more muddy. And that's why it was called Big Muddy. But maybe it's the convergence. Okay, moving on with the history okay, lesson. Great. Great. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Okay. So, um, let's see. Oh, the next one. This is what. Okay. And this is where I'm really wanting to. I want to become the games and learning czar for the state of Illinois. This is what I want. To, that's <laughs> that's my title. I want Jerry.
0: Because um, here's the
1: here's the thing. I don't know if you
0: made it up, but it sounds legit. You know, it, it does. Or at least a stipend. I
1: really don't, and I'd spell czar as uh, with the T S A R because I think yes. that's more. Historically accurate. Watch
0: cooler, by the way.
1: Uh, So this is the University of Illinois, and this is uh, Energy. What is this? The Trustworthy Cyber Infrastructure for the Power Grid, TCIPG. What a wonderful acronym. (laughs) Excuse me. Holy cow. Wow. Bless you. Uh, uh, So this, it looks like the Office for Mathematics, Science, and Technology, MSTE. Mystery Science Theater th- three th- <laughs> kidding, I'm just saying, MST, somebody was having fun with that, in the yeah. College of Education. So they have built um, some lessons, they've created some lessons for using Minecraft and energy, I guess they're not out there yet, but um, they have a tutorial, circuit lab, coal plant, nuclear plant, uh, a passive house. Password coding, solar farm, student building, substation, and wind farm—all in Minecraft. This is awesome.
0: Very cool.
1: So the the reason why I want to become the uh, the you know games and learnings art for Illinois is because I think we need a space, and we're working on this. I mean, this is something that the state is working on. It's the Illinois shared learning environment, and we need a place that we can have all this all this information. uh, Because I did had no idea about this no idea.
0: That's really cool. I like it.
1: So very cool things going on there. Uh, let's see and we're going to zoom through these. There's that one. There's the next one which is EA Exact thinks video games are still too complicated, complex for most people. Wow.
0: Nothing like slapped to the face of your audience or anything.
1: Um well, some of them are very difficult. So, you know, and this goes into the idea of of having different levels of difficulty and experience. And <clears throat> but Actually, I think what they're they're scared about is games like, uh, you know, Candy Crush and others that are very simple games are making, yeah, are turning into a lot of money.
0: I think if I was the press secretary for EA Sports, a title I just made up, um, I would say that. <laughs> What our executive made, what wanted to say was, uh, some games that are spent, a lot of money are spent on developing, are too time-consuming for most people. Yeah, because that's—I don't think they're too complex. I think most people, because if they're too complex, that's in your game design. That uh, was—that's kind of your fault, right? Right. So, but but I think the argument is. Yeah, because those little time wasters are not really time wasters to to some people. Because like, oh,
1: they're time wasting.
0: Well, yeah, they waste time. But people can get serious addicted. It's not like you know, sitting down waiting for an oil change or something. You start playing. It's people are playing them all the time. Right. And I hold on here. Let's see. Camera. Hello. Focus. Nah, I leave it blurry. It's okay.
1: Dude, what is going on there?
0: Okay. Uh, really? Can you move in? I move out. Back in? Back it's out? Not, it's not focusing. Ooh. Okay, so I just better won't talk. close. If you can sit close, it's better. What? What is it focusing on? That's just
1: weird. Where's the couch? The frumpy moved. Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay. Oh. Somebody's been smudging can my camera. Can okay, make hey, it next worry one. Again?
0: <laughs>
1: okay, so uh, <laughs> next one. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons comes to life on digital. Oh, Games. I love this.
0: That now you have to awesome. have a
1: projector. But, oh,
0: okay. Is that how it's done? Yeah, you
1: have to have a projector. But the idea that
0: apparently hanging um, straight down from your ceiling. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm
1: like wondering where well, is
0: <laughs> where is that projector? Watch that wine lady.
1: But there's there's some small mini projectors that you can get. Yeah. yeah. So you know this is so the idea is there you're you're converging tabletop into the digital world and you know I've seen several different models of this I love if you scroll down there's one where it's just showing what they can actually see oh cool
0: let's go down a little bit more oh man right there that's awesome
1: you got the camera locked on you right so it's not jumping back and forth oh yeah oh geez yeah I do. You've been out of practice, okay. Well, They've been seeing me too much. okay, so hey uh so that's kind of cool. so like I said, these are going to be on the show links. Um, two more here just to put out there because so cool. I thought these were really cool. Uh, hey, parents, this is a whole topic on itself. Hey, parents, <laughs> what Minecraft is doing to your kids is kind of surprising, so it's going into the the learning that's involved. Cool which is really neat. And then, like I said, I'll put that on the show notes. And then the last one is doing kind of the same thing, which is, you know, the idea that I'm going to talk about in my presentation at the end of the month, the surprising benefits of role-playing games and how to get started. So those are some good articles that I
0: will have out there. I wonder if Lifehacker does any data mining while <laughs> suggesting that I read History of Art Education by Arthur F. which... I have two copies of and have read multiple times. By the way, Life huh. um, or if that's up there for everyone. Why am
1: I getting flowers and stitches? Uh, keep <laughs> taking the next stitch. That stitches you just have rags. Okay, all right, great. All right, okay, break. Okay, break. now that now people are just like uh, they've turned us off. Now we yeah. can actually talk about something,
0: Jerry. Long time ago, they turned us off. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, can games and learning survive the overwhelmed teacher? And this is, you know. This is why you can fast forward through a lot of these things, you know, our discussion that we've already had so far, and get to the meat of this, or go to the show notes. And because you know, there's a lot of times that do you, I don't have a lot of times, a lot of time to watch or listen to a podcast. Yeah. And so you know, I I don't even I don't even watch this one, but that's a whole <laughs> nother story. Um, <clears throat> but having. You know, I go to the show notes, I go to some excerpts, and then I'll, I'll read through and fly through them because I don't have a lot of time. And I guess, you know, there's many reasons, but let, let's put it this way. Jerry, when you started teaching, you know, when you graduated from college five years ago, um, what – see how I did that? That's nice. Thank okay. you. Okay. Um, but has have things changed from when you started teaching to now in – your time that you spend as a teacher inside and outside
0: of school? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, things have changed. Yes, move Um, on, Zach. (laughs) Next question, please. Yeah, next question. Um, So what has changed? You know, I guess there are... um, uh, It's how much they've changed is the the question. Because I know people change at different rates. So some people find Mm -hmm. themselves... Physically or mentally exhausted. Some people find their lives just more complex as we get older. I mean, isn't that kind of what we do to ourselves all the time? Is we figure out how far we can push the limit by adding, 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 and then finally we're forced. Something usually forces us to reduce. Um, I I mean, a lot of productive people. Like there are some people that just add to their Netflix queue and add and add and add. Um, But uh, but that's you know that's I think what's happened to me. Um, and sometimes I don't even, sometimes I don't even think through those decisions before I do them. Like, oh yeah, let's start a doctorate program. Great idea. Oh, let's get another dog. You know these, <laughs> but these things help burn burn you out. You know, but it's but it's also part of some of my my, you know, like uh, the time spent on this show. You know, is I, I have a lot of pride for the things that we've done and and come together with. You know, so but one hundred and fifty takes away from time, too.
1: Yeah, it, it has. And it's, you know, I think eventually it's it's going to pay off. You know, it's, and I think this platform will be used, and it, it will evolve in its own, but the time to do it is becoming smaller and smaller. I've talked to, you know, I have friends that are outside of teaching. Surprise. Mm. I'm waiting for you. You have friends. Uh, so, uh, but... You know, you would think
0: on the end. It's
1: teaching. Yes, you would think teaching. This is my 19th year. You would think teaching 19 years that I should be better at what I do, and I should be able to streamline the things that I do, and it should take me less time to do those things,
0: right? Yeah, right, you, you, right. But that's like, not the case. You become more efficient, right?
1: That's not the case, and, and I think all people have gotten into this, and in even. Outside of the education world, is that you know you're doing more with less, and you've been given we've been given more responsibilities, and I understand that to to a point, but man, it's just it's there's things that are just taking away time from um, downtime. You know, people, you got three months in the summer. No, we're we're constantly. You're getting your masters. I'm yeah. teaching. I'm you know I'm constantly doing things. But um, but things have I've, there's just more and more that's been added. I guess what is what are some of the things that are taking away, Jerry, and you're because you're in you're in the high school.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, testing is just always an issue. Standardized testing. I think you'll feel no love for standardized testing uh, here. Um, it's really starting to become. A pretty progressive movement as well. Um, that that people are just really irritated, and the most important part is parents are getting irritated. Parents are getting irritated that their kids are being put through this, in what they see is you know nonsense for uh, for state initiatives. And uh, you know I think people are are starting to get pretty fed up about that. Um, but uh, the testing. Um, you know, there's a lot to and some of the see some of the things are worthwhile as well. That's why it's hard because, like, we run, um, a, a, we we attempt to run a PBIS program at school, and it's full of you know a lot of time-consuming stuff. You have staff that have to spend time, um, you know, because we're trying to build a culture at the school. And like 20 years ago, I don't think you really talked about that. It's just some teachers were better with their kids than other teachers. Some some people were empathetic and. Understood that some kids are going through hard situations, and now we try to build those things into our school, um, and, and so that takes time, and it's worthwhile, but it takes time.
1: Are teachers tracking? I mean, I know with the middle school, especially with PBIS, and and you know we're tracking that behavior,
0: which yeah.
1: is taking time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, we don't necessarily do tracking, but um. We have and a lot. Meetings. We have a lot of goal reporting. You know, reporting on on uh, on growth. It's ever since there was the implementation of growth being such an important part of the evaluation process. Uh, it's become mm-hmm. it's become quite a headache. Of you know, and oftentimes you spend more time. Well, you definitely spend more time on that than you should. But oftentimes it's more more time on that than preparing for class or developing lessons or or, uh, you know, bonding with coworkers or things like that.
1: Yeah. So. You know, I'm sitting here just thinking about, okay, what are some of the things that, you know, keep on happening? I just got my handy-dandy notebook. Um, you know, there's uh, tracking data, right? Yeah. Are you going to
0: draw? Oh, I was going to get my pencil and draw, okay. but that's okay. Yeah.
1: Tra- tracking data, um, you know, uh, interventions, right these uh-huh. these have meetings now we have common assessments that we are building throughout our district because some of those one of those assessments is going to be used as part of my evaluation uh then i can use one of my own assessments right so we have a common assessment so we're a ton of time creating common assessments mm-hmm. and then it's and that that that's a whole another
0: yeah. Discussion
1: well, on its own because it's it's like we're, you know, what are we assessing? Are we assessing mm-hmm. lower on blooms or higher on blooms? Are we assessing skills? Are we assessing just regurgitation of information? So we get in these philosophical <laughs> debates uh, on, on common assessments. So um, we have that. Uh, we have um, um, basically we're getting to the point where, and I know some states are already there, but we have to have um, calendars being created uh, on, especially for language arts and literature. Well, you know, reading and writing. You yep. know, that's being created, and we have to follow those. And now I'm giving com- now I'm giving assessments, three assessments a year on on writing. Um, it, it, it's just a lot of things have been taken out of my hands and I know some people are going well that's good because you know then we can make sure our kids are all on the same page but now we're taking the the professionalism out of my out of my job the creative and and the creative thinking in trying to reach my students because not all students need the same thing mm-hmm. um, that's being pulled out so now I'm having to adjust my lessons I'm teaching what the school district wants me to teach and then i have to add on or adjust to make sure that they are actually getting what they need because what i'm being told the lessons that are prepared already are not doing the job yeah yeah it, that's know, just it, a small that's just a small portion of what's going on then then we have sorry we have park yeah which we're going to have to spend a couple days just preparing the kids on how to do that and you know and then giving that test we have map testing which is nwea Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that testing going on. Uh, then we have, you know, our evaluation, which is mm-hmm. turning into basically a master teacher, you know, whole thing, because I'm creating a document that's just as big, if not bigger than than that. Um, it's. I'm getting less and less time to teach. I'm getting less time to prepare for my teaching. I'm getting less time to make sure that my, you know, I'm collecting data, but it's not necessarily the best data. Right. And I got to make sure that the kids are getting the skills and the knowledge that they need before they leave my class. Yeah, and it's becoming more difficult
0: every single year. Are are you guys in standards-based grading? We are moving to that. So there's another. I was about to say that's <laughs> there's that's a whole
1: another thing
0: transition. I spent a lot of time at Stevenson High School this week talking to uh, somebody named uh, Tony Rybell. Um He's awesome and uh, I'm going to show you his website here because if you ever want to see, so he calls it evidence-based reporting as opposed to standards-based grading um, because his district, much like mine, is required to give out grades. Um, so he shows how, you know, how he gets to those grades. Really cool website. So I thought I'd give him some some time here if you were watching it Drop that in there. Drop that in the notes. And well, here's the
1: thing. The more universities I talk to, the more they are liking, <laughs> they like standards-based grading. Yeah. And the you know, the emphasis is moving away from there are, class rank is not as important as what is what people think. Mm-hmm. And it's there's you can get a lot of information from a standards based uh you know, grade book.
0: Yeah. yeah and we absolutely. are now
1: we are now we're spending time the school day. We are doing uh because we have advisory, you know, in middle school, but we're using a program now that's is baked it's creating digital portfolios for our students.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So they're in sixth grade. They're going to have this, as long as the company's still there and we're still using it, all the way to 12th grade, and this is something that they could use to give universities information
0: about them. Well, and you know what that is? That's, that's uh, education becoming more uh, fine-tuned to the students' needs. So it's more independent education, which takes more time.
1: Yes, more time. yes. Do. and how about technology is supposed to help right, <laughs> minimize but, yeah. but we are, but I'm using BrainPop, I'm using Google Classroom you yeah. know, which is connected in Google Drive, we have math teachers using iXL and science teachers and math teachers using Explorer Learning, we have Skyward, we have all these different sources and we are, this is the Illinois Shared Learning Environment aisle um, we have created a single sign-on portal and this is what I'm hoping that the data that is being gathered from these places um, is going into one spot so I don't have to go into multiple places and pull up information because I'm, I'm finding that tracking this data is becoming very problematic. Kids are turning in, you know, and some teachers say well don't let them turn in late assignments but you know, <clears throat> I do and that's that's how my job is to know what the kids know. I can there can be consequences for not turning in something late, but I still need to get the data. And yeah. that data has to be accurate. So there's other there's other consequences for that. So I get the I get the information in, but I don't always get notification of what has been turned in. I'll put in the grade book. You missed this assignment. Well Mr. Gilbert, I put that I've already turned that in, I'm like, how do I know this? You know, I I can't I can't be searching out this information. Technology should make be making that easier. So getting to this question, can games and learning survive the overwhelmed teacher? And so we have all these things that are going on, and we're hearing it not only in our state, Jerry. We're hearing it throughout the country of why you know teachers are leaving, yeah. good teachers are leaving because they're stressed out about what is going on in education, and yeah. now I'm we're saying, hey you got to use games. Games is, you know, games and learning. This is what you you know, problem-based learning. You need to get into this and bring this to your classroom. And teachers are barely staying afloat. How in the world am I going to prove to them or show them that they can use game-based learning in their classroom?
0: Yeah, people just shudder at the concept of anything new at this point. Any, like, they're the, so pushed to the edge that just even if it's going to be the greatest idea in education, anything new is... Right. You know, it's just too much. And, and it, it,
1: it, I think it's the art guy on Twitter, but at, sorry if I'm wrong, Aaron Smith, I'm just pulling it out of my head right now, uh, he was talking about how games, because I tweeted about, you know, the, what we're going to talk about today. I tweeted out and he goes, well, game-based learning, games learning can actually, you know, make things easier. And it, and I agree, it can for those that are comfortable with games and those that have the experience that are able to in- great games and those that can figure out that I can play a certain game or simulation and I can teach multiple things at one time. But that takes experience to know that you can do that. Teachers are looking at, you know, their, this is what I, um, their pacing guide, you know, we have pacing guides. You know, I have to teach this, 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 and the, the covering. You know, I have to cover this content. And you got to see that the games can actually envelop a lot of different areas not just mm-hmm. one but it takes time to know that game it takes time to write lessons for it It takes time to implement it and that's what I'm hoping that we can start doing with playful learning and, and graphite and um, educate and you know there's all these others and then with what we're doing here in the state of Illinois to have lessons already pre-made um, and, and easy to implement Yep. And that is – that. I think BrainPop does an excellent job. I'm looking for, um, you know, citing sources. They have a video on citing sources. They have worksheets. They have other tools, mind mapping and, and other things that the kids can go to and learn about individually, right, and then mm-hmm. present that to the teacher to show what they know. They really have a nice setup on um, – on things like that but we know Jerry that games can develop far more than just one specific topic.
0: Yeah. And
1: yeah. that's 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 our goal and I think many that are in this field understand that. But getting the average teacher to look at that and and see the whole the whole the whole picture of what's going on I think is very difficult and they just look at it and they're like this is too big of a thing I'm moving on I can't touch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz essentially when you're when you're asking a new t- uh, a teacher any teacher to pick something like that up really what you're asking is for them to leave something else behind <clears throat> so you know that but it doesn't
1: why, have to but that's what they see
0: but that's what they see yeah, yeah. so it's like oh if i'm going to do this then you know what what is this going to cost me and that's uh that's the struggle
1: yeah and it's Definitely. you know i'm seeing we've talked about this before you know i teach social studies i i majored in history and Elementary schools throughout the country are pushing aside social studies and then even some science because they're focusing on math and, and, and language arts. Mm-hmm. And so – but they don't realize that you can actually use social studies, reading about social studies, and be able to integrate your writing and math and many other things by using that, that themed – you know, uh, some type of theme that is based on the social studies that you're supposed to teach. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we've we placed, we placed math and reading at a higher necessity level than everything else, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of product we spit out after, you know, five years of this. Is it going to be, um, you know, it, it's going to diminish a lot of other areas, um, and that'll be sad. Well, I'm starting to see
1: now, uh, with the focus on nonfiction and, and, and um, you know, in language arts, English language arts, that there are vocabulary, <laughs> certain words, that you probably wouldn't see in a nonfiction piece mm-hmm. and would only see in a literary you know, novel, a, bu- a book of some sort. And the kids are having – I think they're losing out of vocabulary skills. Yeah. And yeah. reading around the context of, of the piece, I'm starting to see a, a decrease in, in use of vocabulary. Yeah. And I think I'm attributing some of it to, you know, hey, we got to focus on nonfiction writing.
0: When yeah. interesting
1: literature interesting. really can bring out the best. And yeah, because you know, li- uh, nonfiction really inspires art, doesn't it, Jerry?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah.
1: Oh man. Okay. Anything else? I we, Definitely went you
0: know, on went on no. a
1: diatribe there, but it's it can, no. But know, I think
0: it's it's important also to say that that shouldn't be a hit a hit against the field. You know, it it shouldn't be no. something derogatory against the field. It's it's um it's still important, and the only thing we know that as education changes, sometimes stuff's getting piled on. Sometimes stuff will come off. We know that things are gonna, you know, go by the wayside. Certain tests will come and go, and you know, I guess it's just understanding how important it is and always making room for it and, right you know, and understanding time.
1: that you know a lot of times when they when you make room for it and you're using pre-made games that are out there that are focused on you know education you know brain pop there's some great games out there
0: mm-hmm. right
1: I mean they do some they do a great job but there's a lot of basically single knowledge games focused on one particular area that those games are being used in the classroom and teachers you just really really need to realize you need to know that that's that's one tool but there are many games out there that can that can teach so much more mm-hmm. than that single use and we just have to as a games and learning field we need to figure out ways to integrate these two teachers and and show them that this is a this is definitely another way to reach our students in a time when we're having trouble reaching a lot of students.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: I think we can end it there, Jerry.
0: Sounds good. Okay. You know, you know where we should end it? Where the. <laughs> yes. I tried to get the hearts to show up from. Oh come on. I that won't do it. No, I don't I think... Don't it has think to he's...
1: see a person, not a slab of meat. <laughs> hey! Meats.
0: <sighs> okay, All right, hey.
1: Buddy. Thank you for listening to this week's EdGamer podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow other great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach network. Have a great week. And I guess I should say, Jerry, that I don't... <laughs> as I'm saying this, I'm looking at the calendar. Yeah. Right? With the ICE conference next week, we got a sit conference the week after that. We will have to we'll have to look at maybe the first week of March, and then go from yeah. there. Yeah, it's going to be a little it's tricky. Just,
0: it's and my, uh, my, I, I currently have a class on Wednesday evenings, which is... Yeah, we
1: can go on. another night. But it's, it's okay. good to always chit-chat.
0: Sounds good, man. Okay. Thanks a lot. Alright. Bye.